When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every morning, Darren Armstrong talks big brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Fido to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for September 30th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I am here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day, uh, hold on, 59 (laughs) in the house. And uh, we had nominations. We had uh, some some stuff happening, some plans shifting for the future, uh, some more gossip about Cam, uh, and plenty of stuff to talk about here on the feeds. With me to talk through it all is Amon. How you doing, Amon? I am well. Happy to be back. And for your information, uh, Tataran to Rob, to Puya, to all these people that said that I was purposefully ducking out of the, the last podcast after losing mm-hmm. my last member of my draft. Bitch, I fell asleep, okay? I made the horrible decision to plop down on my bed and watch the episode like on so my funny. laptop, excuse me, on my laptop. And I was tired and I made it 40 minutes into the episode and my eyes just closed. And the next thing I know, I wake up so a bunch of voice messages from Sam <laughs> and it was 2 a.m. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> so I apologize for not being there. I promise you I wasn't being coward. I just fell asleep. Of course. Of course. We listen. We all believe you. You know what? You know what? I am not afraid. Okay. Like you said, because I listened to the podcast later on. Like you said, I mean, chapstick okay i'm not afraid of some damn oatmeal i will eat the damn slop shit i'll even document my journey on twitter i will go an entire week eating nothing but slop okay how you like that here we go i'll show show a picture of every damn meal breakfast breakfast lunch and dinner okay for seven days straight 
I wound up in the hospital with weight loss issues. I don't want anyone to say anything to me. Shit. Excuse me. Man, (laughs) Amon's biggest enemy himself. I just don't like people attacking my character, okay? I'm a man of gumption, spirit, okay? Amon's going to be looking like Corey at the end of the week. And you know what? That's fine. That's fine. If it'll shut you all up. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. (laughs) Amon on slop. Starting today. Okay. Starting today. I don't even know the damn recipe. Somebody send me the recipe. Somebody tag me on Twitter or DM me or whatever. (laughs) I'll make some damn slop. I didn't say I wasn't going to have any good beverages now. I didn't say any of that. So if I need to take a shot or two to cope with my diet, I will do it. Slop and alcohol, I'm sure, is a great combo. Yeah. Wonderful combo. (laughs) Wonderful. All right. Well, we are here to talk through everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds, of course. Uh, As you can see by the image next to me, if you're watching the video, um, the nominations are the nominations. It's what Cameron planned on doing. It's what he does end up doing. So. Uh, no real big surprises or spoilers there. Um, but we need to talk about how we got there and the kinds of conversations that happened prior to noms. And then of course, after noms, uh, as you know, Cameron is the HOH. He intends to nominate Felicia and Mimi with Felicia as his target. He does not want Felicia on the jury. Um, and so he is going to, uh, basically go through the day to make sure all of that happens. Um, I will say, even though I think this HOH was not necessarily the most ideal one for him to win, uh, I do think he is going about this HOH much better than his previous ones in terms of speaking to people, trying to gather information, and trying to develop as many relationships as possible. Um, maybe being a little, uh, a little overly confrontational with Felicia. Uh, because he's very, very confident that she will not win a veto. Um, but uh, at the same time, as we talked about yesterday, he's probably right about that. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, so we kind of start the day. Cam's going to have some conversations with people. Uh, he talks to Bowie. She asks him, who should I not trust? And he says, well, you can trust three people. Me, Jag, and Blue. Uh, and she's, or sorry, me, Matt and Jag. She asks, what about Blue? And he says, well, keep her close, but don't tell her things. She's a selfish player. Uh, and she's like, that's what Jag told me. Because Jag was also saying this to, to Bowie, that Blue is a selfish player. Bowie's a team player. Um, this notion really coming from that conversation where Blue just pushed a bit too hard for too long about the Corey thing after Jag was pushing back. Um, it made it very clear to Jag that Blue was just always going to have her own agenda and not be willing to really talk it out with him. He's been very like anti-Blue really since then. Um, and he's been selling this line of like Blue is a selfish player and he loves he loves Bowie because Bowie is is a team player. Um so Cam tells Bowie, the four of us, they're really good, we're really good, but uh just don't be obvious about it and and don't comfortable with them either Matt Jack they are good competitors I mean I think it's a you know fairly accurate description of Blue's game I know a lot of that was colored by the fact that Jared was in the house at the time so I mean when you're booed up with somebody of course you're naturally going to become more loyal to them and whatever whatever you know one would think because even her loyalty to Jared was questionable at a lot of the time Um, so I do think that Blue is moving a little differently now without Jared in the house. Um, But having a certain level of apprehension for her. Yeah, for sure. Because she will, she, she will hold her cards when she feels like she needs to. Sometimes she doesn't always need to. Sometimes it's not in her best interest to, but she will. So I think that you do, you can never really trust someone fully that operates that way for Bowie. It's interesting because I can't tell if this is part of her strategy to sort of play this role of, Oh, Daddy Cameron, tell me what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. 
or if she legitimately doesn't know what she's doing. It's very hard to tell half the time. I'm starting to lean on more of the side that she doesn't quite know what she's doing and she will simply go with the plan that feels the best to her at the time or that feels the least anti-Bowie because I think that she picks up on the anti-Bowie-ness of the house from time to time. So I just feel like she's like a wounded bird right now. She's just going to go to a place where she's like, oh, well, me, Cameron, and Red had a thing. So I think I can trust Cameron and whatever Cameron says is probably the right thing to do, even though I voted him out. So it's very interesting dynamic now. I'm, uh, she's, uh, listen, she's just undercover. She's playing a role. She's got us all fooled. Bowie Jane. I really want to believe that. And if we start getting DRs later down the line that, you know, suggest as much, then I will apply for dual citizenship to Australia. What can I say? Like, I'll stand hard down, 10 toes down. But for right now, I'm like, Oof, okay. Line them up, soldier. <laughs> um, Felicia has an initial conversation with Cameron. Um, she basically just says, like, listen, my gut is telling me you're putting me on the block. Um, and he says, listen, you're easily the greatest <laughs> persuader in this house. And she says, what are you talking about? Sari Fields is in this house. <laughs> she says, Cam, everyone is telling you what you want to hear right now, but they will all turn on you the second you're not in power. Um, and he's like, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, she says, well, who are you putting next to me? Why would I tell you that? <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, both of them are right here, I think. Like, Felicia's not wrong. Like, I did think that there is some level of solidarity right now with this whole fugitives thing. But they, we've heard conversations, a bust about, you know, we, we still got to get Cameron, right? Like Cameron is still enemy numero uno. So she's not wrong. Everyone is placating you right now. But the minute that you become vulnerable again, we know we have to get you out. But to, to Cameron's defense, if everyone is saying that, then that means that you're also saying that. So like any shot that I take right now is a pretty good shot. I think you probably might want to go after people that can win the competitions to get you out once you got in power. Maybe not so much Felicia, but uh, you know, you know, any shots a good one at this point. So, I mean, what do you want him to say, Felicia? Like, yeah, you put him up. So you're an easy, it's easy tit for tat. That's just how the game works. Sometimes it's not always the best move to make, but it'd be like that. So, Hey. Yeah. Well, uh, Cameron talks to Corey as well. Uh, Cameron, you know, basically lets, you know, lets Corey know what's going on. Corey tells him he feels good right now. He thinks if he were to win the HOH, he'd probably be looking at somebody like Sari. Uh, he's not really, uh, trying to be a little vague about, you know, his true plan of blue. Um, and, uh, they talk about Matt and Jag and how eventually we're going to have to look at them. You know, they're good competitors. Uh, mm -hmm. Corey tells him congrats on making jury. And Cam says, congrats to you as well for making jury. Uh, a, a, an implied promise that, uh, that Corey will be safe this week. Yeah, yeah. Just the, he's just the cockroach, man. Like, they really could not get rid of him. And then he won HOH. And now we will see him and his hair for the rest of these 100 days. Um, Cam talks to Mimi. She like uh, compliments him up and down. You did such a good job winning that uh, HOH. Uh, she asks him how he's feeling. He says, listen, whole house loves you. You're not in danger. You're not a target. You're good. And if I didn't feel that way, I wouldn't put you in this situation. Letting her know she's, you know, going up on the block, uh, essentially. Um, and how do you says, feel about her response in all of this? So her response as he's saying all of this is, Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's like, if somehow Felicia wins the veto, I'll make sure you're still good. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she'll go to the storage room and rant for like a mm -hmm. half hour. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, I'm like sort of. <sighs> I'm conflicted about it because 
would most people try to take Mimi out? We've heard some people drop her name here and there, but she's still relatively undercover. I mean, being put on the block is never good for anyone's game because it sort of dilutes your blood, right? And then it gets easier to put you up again. So that's not great, right? Should you be fighting hard to not get up on the block when it comes to someone like Cameron? I don't necessarily know. I, I don't know. This might be counterintuitive because I've been going back and forth. Maybe it's better not to fight right now because you know that he's very stubborn and there's no, there's not really much changing his mind. So just letting him know that you're good and you're not going to be upset. Maybe that really is the best thing for you to do. But then again, Cameron isn't the one that's going to be deciding who goes home. So it's like, oh, I don't know. I was sort of like, I wanted, I wanted to see her push, but as I, I was also like, Mimi's not a pusher. So like, is this like calm, cool and collected thing going to work for her where she's just going to be able to slip right back under the radar, provided that Felicia is the one to go. And I'm kind of leaning towards, yes, she will. So is it all that bad? My problem, know. though, is that she's not really primed to slip back under the radar. Both Jag and Matt actively want to target her next. Um, and they're the two people most likely to win an HOH right now. Um, mm. And that's just dangerous. Uh, so, you know, I mean, obviously, I think, I think in this particular spot, there's not a lot she can do. And so I'm not going to be like, man, this is where Mimi's game fell apart. She needed to fight harder to not be on the block. The right. reality is that, you know, it's, it's just the last few weeks. Like it's, she's, she's able to take the opportunities when they're presented to her, but she's not actively making opportunities for herself. Um, and her position continues to slip and slip and slip. Um, and she's on her way to losing her closest ally this week um, mm -hmm. and then be targeted next week. By uh by some people, which is just uh, not it's not great. It's not great, and it's just it's so interesting because she's so aware of it all too, and she doesn't really do much to change the outcome. Like, yeah, I mean, the whole flip with Izzy and all of that. I mean, she was a part of all of that and everything. Um, I'm starting to think. Well, now that now that we're in this position, like, I don't know if it really behooved her to not vote to keep jared and everything um this past week so it's just like you are aware of your social positioning we saw from day one when you started getting into all of these alliances you realized that you were an expendable number yet what's next like you wait for everyone else to do the gaming around you and you try to sift through it but no play like be a part of it like make someone else sift you know like you don't want to be that person that's sort of just like circling the drain and i just think that she's she's always doing that i don't know it's it's strange very strange yeah um so cam talks to felicia again um and he's been having his conversations of course um but felicia comes back and this is this is where things get a little weird as they often do with cam um and uh and man they love cutting this stuff out um, and uh, making people sort of like put the pieces together after the fact. Um, she comes in, she's, she says, uh, hey, I'm trying to see if you trust me enough to play a game with me. <laughs> okay. He says, no. <laughs> uh, she goes, well, listen, I'm going to be very frank with you. And then the feed's cut. <laughs> and the, the feeds were frank with us, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, I'm always, I always, uh, I, I always mean to, I clip these things and then I forget to put them together uh, for the update. But uh, I, I did clip this uh, and, and the next bit as well. But um, uh, yeah, she is um, apparently in this conversation before the feeds or after the feeds cut telling cam, Hey, I have an idea for you. Why don't you put up Corey and go after Corey? Because we all know that you'd love to have America to yourself in the jury house. <laughs> Just weird. Yeah. 
uh, and he was wasn't a fan of this line of uh, 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 questioning, I guess, pitching, um, and uh, apparently got very upset. We're gonna hear Felicia's retell of it later. So, um, but this is what happened uh, in that conversation um, that uh, between Cam and Felicia. Uh, and we're going to see ramifications of this uh, echo throughout the day. Um, the next conversation we see about this is between Cam and America. Um, she asks, hey, what's up? What's going on? Um, and he is not happy, it seems. He's, he's not very happy uh, right now. Um, he's kind of feeling like uh, like his body language is a little off. Uh, she's like, "What's what's going on? Because you're the one that wanted to talk to me." Just oh, come on, like, what's up? <laughs> Conversations like this is my one on one with you. Uh, she's, like, "I put this number on for you. What do you think?" Um, and uh, he's like, "No." Uh, so what's up? She says uh, he says nothing. She. She made a pitch for me to go after Corey so I could get closer to you. Shut up. Not lying at all. Man, I had a feeling she was going to drag me and Corey into this. And uh, this happens. At all. I had a feeling she was going to drag me or fuck was Corey that about, this. America? Don't talk about me. I don't. Please don't talk about me. I don't. Good. Ooh. Oh, oh no. It's all so bad. It is so disgusting. Ah! Oh. And the thing is, is that it's true. And it's like, it's like, it's like. Cameron's mad because he got called out on the behavior and then he brings it to the person that he's doing it to and blames her when she didn't do anything. It's you. I'm just like, oh, it's so disgusting. And it's like, it's like, it's like, would Corey leaving? Is that going to do anything to be a boon in Corey or uh, uh, Cameron in America's relationship? I would tend to think no. I think that like I think that yes, America enjoys flirting with Cameron from time to time, but I think that on a larger scale, and I'm, I'm that just from what I'm I'm speculating. I don't, I'm not in America's head. I don't know, and quite frankly, it can be it can be a little confusing at times. But she's also stated numerous times about how he doesn't he doesn't really make her feel comfortable, and it's situations like these where you can see that it is evident, and so. Corey leaving, it's not like they're going to get, like, she's like some debutante princess that's going to get tossed to the next fella. Like, that's not how this works. And for Cameron to be so upset that, like, now he can't be in control of that, like, narrative is, like, ugh. 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 It's just all so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. So, of course, the feed's cut from this as well. Um, before it gets any further, uh, after he says, uh, you know, is that about America? Don't talk about me. Um, Felicia explains part of her conversation with Cam to Sari and Matt. Apparently, according to her, she says that Cam told her that he blames her for ruining his game when she put him on the block against Tyson. Um, and, uh, that. He has uh, also told her that he doesn't want her on the jury, um, which is a pretty bold thing to say to somebody uh, who you're targeting one week before the jury, because if she does win the veto, she's now on the jury and will probably never vote for you. Um, but also, as I've been talking about, he has reason to be very confident that she probably won't win the veto. Um, oh, oh, but, you know. 75% is still like not that good. <laughs> like, not yeah. like I need to tell you I don't want you on the jury because I don't think you'll vote for me good. Yeah. Like I don't, I mean, I feel like Cameron, like if you're really concerned about jury votes, I think the last thing that you should be doing is trying to like tell people what you think they're going to do because no one likes to be told what they are going to do. Like, and yeah, I'd like maybe you should focus more so on just creating better sh social ties with people like give people a reason to want to vote for you because right now and I was, we, we had this conversation on twitter yesterday like just winning comps like we've we've had this conversation endlessly about big brother when comps are not the end all be all like yes it's impressive if you want to you've won a bunch of hohs you saved yourself you're back in the house the comeback king, all that stuff, that's great. But like, if you, it says so much about your game that you would tell somebody something like this to their face and then expect for them to then want to, like, that's not, that's stupid. And then Felicia getting the chance to like tell everybody else this and everyone is shocked that he would say this. It's like, you're making yourself look dumb and stupid and quite frankly, like an, like an a-hole. Like, so yeah, if you get to the end, great. But are you going to get the votes from anybody at this point? Like, stupid maybe matt and jag because they respect the comp thing but that's not i don't i wager to guess it's not going to be the majority of how people feel about you okay well uh felicia uh or sorry mimi goes to the storage room this is where she has her rant uh she says it's, it's less of a rant more of like a motivational self speech uh she's like okay you cannot operate this week Assuming that Felicia is the target. People lie in this house all day. You have to assume it's you. You have to, you have to do this thing. Okay. All right. okay. We got, it. uh, we got, it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting, I guess I'm getting Kyle vibes from this because <laughs> it's very, uh, very self, uh, she's not dancing. Unfortunately. Um, she says, listen, you've come pretty far in playing the game you've played. No need to switch it up now. I'm like, Mimi, what do you mean? What do you mean no need to switch it up now? You're on the block. You're telling yourself that you need to assume that you're the target. How you've played the game thus far has gotten you to this position. This is the time to switch it up. This is exactly the time. It's so unfortunate. Because I still feel like if Cam hadn't won, well, then maybe because what was it? Matt was in second place. Was that was was that confirmed? Matt was in second place. Yeah, yeah. So she might have wound up on the block with him as well. Like it's just 
Matt and Jag actively really... want to target her. If, if it was up to them, they'd probably be targeting Mimi over Felicia. So it's just so unfortunate that those people were the people that, you know, ended up in power this week. It's like, yeah, Mimi, you, like, I, I, she says a lot of the right things about, like, the, the, like I said, like her position in the game and the layout of the house. But there's no plan of action moving forward. It, I feel like she really wants to play this let everyone else do the feuding and I will make it to the end. But now you're in the crosshairs now. So you, you have to be the one that's doing the feuding. You have to be the one that is up in the rooms, wheeling and dealing. You have to do that. Like that's the only way that you're going to be able to survive this. Like start work, like start talking to the people that you think are crazy. Start talking to them. Start saying like, yeah, Felicia's out of here, right? Like start saying stuff like that. Like, yes, she's your number one ally. That's, but she's, she's leaving. She's leaving. You have to start kicking it into high gear. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. Blue also talks to Cam. Um, she tries hard to get him to target Corey. She says, bro, I need Corey out of this house. Bro, I need it so bad. Um, they talk about working together. She talks also about how maybe down the road they need to start looking at Dragon Matt. Um, and uh, this is obviously a very dangerous thing to do for Blue. Uh, it was dangerous for Corey as well. Um, but uh, but you know the the Blue stuff. Uh, like I think they they expect it from Corey that they've already sort of like basically Blue has been dunking on Corey for saying this stuff. They already know Corey's saying this stuff. Blue's been the one, like, Corey said it five times now. Um, so Blue now saying it to Cam is like, oh, Blue. Mm. This is yeah. this is a little risky here. Yeah, it's not landing the way that she wants it to land. Um, you know, now without Jared being there and, like, freeing Blue up to sort of, like, run around and do what she needs to do. It's like, okay, you're, I feel like you're, I feel like uh, people have sort of been playing a little bit around you for a lot of the time. And now you're like trying to catch up and like joining in these conversations, but you're, you're not bringing the proper energy to really like get these points across, like planting seed. Like if you want to plant seeds, that's one thing, but you are like literally taking the seed and like thrusting it. Oops, oh my God. <laughs> and like thrusting it into the ground. Like it's, it's like, it's just, it's not good. It's not good. Mm hmm. Um, so Felicia and Mimi are nominated. It finally happens. Uh, Mimi goes into the storage room. She's like, <laughs> okay. And then Sari comes in. She's like, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, I mean, I know we've been saying this from the start, but like Mimi just needs to take this energy and pull it into the game. Like, stop mm -hmm. separating it from the game. Pull it into the game. Bring some passion to what you're doing. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Like, bring like that the passionate. Like, cause it, it's fun and it's cute and it's quirky, especially like when when it's like week one. Right. Like everyone loves that avatar for the audience. Right. To see that person that's like these mother effers are crazy. Like everyone in here is insane and I am going to lose my mind. That's fun to watch. But it's we are 59 percent of the way through the season now and you're still doing the same thing. And now you're on the block. Come on. Yeah. Uh, American Blue Talk. They talk about their conversations with uh, with Cam um, and America says, yeah, after my conversation with Cam, I'm like, Felicia's got to go. Um, she remember just the night before had been talking to Corey about like if um, uh, Felicia and Mimi are on the block, I would kind of want Mimi to go and Felicia to stay. She no longer feels that way after the conversation with Cam where, you know, we learn that uh, that. Felicia talked to Cam about America and now America's uh, mad at Felicia for uh, for bringing this stuff up uh, in the way that she did um, and getting her in trouble with Cam. Um, and Felicia talks to Mimi and gives more details about what that conversation entailed. Um, 
first first they say, Felicia's like, how does he see us as a pair? It must be Corey in America. Corey in America is screwing us over again. Uh, and Mimi's like, mm-hmm. Uh, and she says, well, <laughs> this is what I told him. I told him, you've got to put Corey up because it's become quite clear and evident that you have a liking for America. He goes, stop it. He got mad. He said, my daughter, Stevie. So he's all worried about appearances and not being the guy that's chasing America. So I told him, if you really want America for yourself, who should you go after? Corey. Didn't make a difference. Put my ass up anyway. But it's like, <laughs> stop lying. You can sit here all day and act like, oh, I don't have time for kids play. Stop. You've been chasing that girl all f- season and everyone knows it. We're not blind. And Mimi chimes in. She says, and it's not cute either. No, it's not. <laughs> and he's like, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. And I told him, well, maybe you should tell her because all she talks about is how you're coming at her all the time. Uh, I'm probably not going to get her vote now, but I don't care. So, yeah, my mouth will probably land me out the door, but I don't care. Yeah, she's she's in one of those like, you know, F it moods like that spiral when you knew because she knew that she there really wasn't much that she could say to not get put up on the block by Cameron. I mean, she tried, but she knew it wasn't going to work. And so I think, I think more so than effective strategy, it was just her way of getting a little dig at him. She's like, oh, you're going to put me on the block? Well, maybe you should put up Corey since you want to be with America so bad. Like, Felicia, <laughs> come on. And it beats to me wasn't believe that Mimi during this conversation was like, oh, you pissed him off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not cute either, right? Oh, yeah. You should, you should, you know what else you should say next? You should go up there and tell him just all this stuff that America's been saying, too. Like, that would really get him mad. And maybe you'll put up Corey after that, you know? Like, so, I, uh... Yeah, just it's not it's not great. I mean, it's good for feeds <laughs> and it is nice to see someone like bring it to Cameron about like this whole weird thing that's been going on. But I don't think it's the most effective thing to say to him if you're trying to stay off the block. Yeah, like. I don't know. I don't know why, but like the funniest part of this to me was when was when she said didn't make a difference. He put my ass up anyway, (laughs) because that's the line where you realize, wait a minute, you were trying to actually make yourself not go on the block with this. I thought like surely we all realize that would not do anything for you. It's like, wow, I can't believe that didn't work. I just want the. I would, they would never do this on the episode, but I, like I would love it if they edited it like a like a comedy special, and it's like them in the HOH room and Felicia's going in on him. Like you know what, you should put up Corey since you want to be next to America so bad. It just cuts to cameras being stony faced, and then it just cuts to the nomination ceremony, and she's just sitting on the chair. Like I just be so funny to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we know this is a sensitive topic for Cameron. The last time America brought up Riley, he that was when he was don't don't. Do <laughs> um, so uh, you know it's uh, you know bringing up bringing up sensitive topics. Um, Corey talks to Jag, um, and he's talking about being worried about Blue because Blue can win a comp. Uh, and he doesn't really see anybody else being super dangerous to them. Jag says, well, I think Mimi is dangerous because Mimi would put me up. Um, and Corey says, well, what we can do is we can spend this whole week reassuring and supporting Mimi so that she feels more comfortable with us. She's going to be on the block. Uh, we're going to be like, we've got you. We're going to vote out Felicia. Then maybe she'll feel better about us. Um, and plus, there's a bunch of stuff I can tell Mimi to flip her against Blue if she wins. Um, now, Corey. Blue's already done that to you. She's already got Mimi. Uh, you're again holding all this info, expecting it to work when it when you when you use it, and maybe it will. But also, like, you know, uh, you're in kind of a dangerous spot until that happens. Um, he says Blue is tight with a lot of people, but she's always going to pick Sari, and she always talks about getting the guys out. And Jack's like, she does, yeah. Uh, he says, you know, and I, maybe you'd be the last guys she takes out, maybe, but mm-hmm. she's with Sari. And from my perspective, Corey says, America is truly down to, for it to be us four, you, me, and Matt. 
Uh, I don't think anybody else would want that. Uh, but America knows that's a good spot for her because she knows that, like, let's be real. We're all going to want to sit next to her in the final two. Um, uh, you know, like we're, we're all going to be like, oh, I'll take you, America. Because why would we <laughs> sit next to each other? Um, mm. Which is a risky play mm-hmm. by Corey. Corey but, but listen, Corey does a lot of risky plays. Um, this one actually works, though, for Jack. Um, and he says, so for me, it's Blue, Cam, Suri that need to go. And then I don't care. And really, once Blue is gone, I don't even care about Suri as much. So uh, listen, if I work on Mimi and you work on Blue, we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because at the beginning of the season, we were having conversations about Corey sort of like jokingly saying what he would do. Um, and be like, oh, Corey, we know you're joking, but that's going to put that image in their mind. And now he's like just outright saying, well, I mean, come on, this is what's going to happen. Right. And it's like it's an interesting shift in tone for him. I do think, yes, it did. It, it did seem to like sort of like work on Jack and get his 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 wheels spinning. Um, and it's I, I, I mean, he's and he's completely right. So like in a logical standpoint, it's like, well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I probably I probably should go ahead and just stick to this plan um but i I also feel like Corey, like if you if you want to keep mimi around because you know mimi sort of is like you have like something going with her um you want the target to like diminish um in their eyes on her then maybe like actually do the things that you're talking about and not tell people that that's what you're going to do because if like you if you're telling them that i'm going to actively make sure that mimi is good like, what makes you think that they're not then going to think that you're actively doing the same thing to them? You know, so it's just like, I wish that he would just do a lot more doing and not talking. Talk to us. Tell that to us in the DR. Don't tell mm. them that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's a, a good, good piece of advice for Corey. But uh, this works and it's and it's effective. Um, and uh, it's like, you know. Corey and America really fell off last week um, in terms of their position. They're still in not a great position, but uh, not quite as dire after this week. In, in many ways, um, Cameron winning this HOH and going after Felicia was best case scenario for them because it has put a bigger target on Cam as this big threat while giving them a week to, to sort of like do more work and reintegrate. And uh, this conversation lands extremely well with Jag, who goes straight up to Matt and says, dude, I think Corey and America are good for our game. Uh, I, he knows the blue is coming for him. And he knows the blue is really close to Suri. And Matt says, I've seen that. I've seen that blue is really close to Suri. Like, they have a final two close. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Matt doesn't like this. Matt, this has been something Matt has been on, the blue and Suri connection, because I think he expected to be the person that got really close to Suri after Jared left. and. Instead, it's Blue. He even talks to Blue about, like, I didn't even have a conversation with Suri today, later in the night. Um, he wants to move in to the comic room with Suri after Felicia leaves um, so that he has more time with her. Uh, so I think this is, like, a sticking point for Matt. Um, but, mm-hmm. while well, I say that, Matt is not as convinced as Jag in terms of the Korean America stuff. Um, he's, uh, Jag says, like with Cam, he's good for now, but he's also a threat. And they go over pros and cons for Cam. Uh, and Matt is torn on this whole situation because on one hand, he's a shield. And if he leaves, we're next. But on the other hand, once Cam is gone, we kind of lock down the comms. He can't beat us anymore. Um, Jag says he doesn't think it's the right move to take a shot at Cam next week. But after that, maybe. Um, so from their perspective, the two of them would target Mimi. Blue and Corey target each other, um, and that's fine. If Blue takes out Corey, whatever. If Corey takes out Blue, whatever. We'll support either one of them. Um, But the ideal final five might actually be Corey, America, Bowie, because Bowie's the person they want in their final three with them. Um, And if they get to final five with Bowie, they have Bowie. Corey and America don't. And, uh, and he believes what Corey said about America, how she wants to go to the final four. He says, it makes sense for America to want to go to final four with us because she thinks we'll all take her. But in reality, we won't, we'll take each other. 
And if we have Bowie there too, then we have the numbers over them. Um, and so uh, this very much appeals to Jag's sense of like onion alliance, where it's like, we'll have the mm-hmm. three and the five and we'll have the two and the three. Uh, and if Corey and America are actually down to go to that five, then that's perfect. That's the loyal group that will onion ourselves down to the end. Plus we're the best competitors in that group. And he's not wrong. Um, but obviously he can't trust, uh, Corey and America as much as he thinks he can. Um, he says to Matt, I think blue will take a shot at us before Corey and America do. Um, and I don't know about that. Uh, but, um, but honestly, you can't trust either one of them. Yeah, it's, it's, I, 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 I like what Jag is seeing. Um, it make it makes sense, uh, but the onion might already be rotting <laughs> from, from on the outside. Like, so it's like uh, if you can make it happen that way, which in the game of Big Brother, hardly ever anything ever really goes exactly the way that you want it to go. Um, especially in a season that like this one, where it's still like yeah, we're starting to see like certain things solidify, but it's still kind of a fluid season, like. You know, the ties that people have with one another really aren't that strong yet. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, the the argument uh, when it comes to Cameron about whether or not you like take the shot next week or the week after, I tend to think and this isn't just me being like, oh, get Cameron out of here. I tend to think you just take him out next week because you can't play in the HOH. So why wait for the HOH that he can actually play again and beat you at like and then you got to I just yeah, I would just. I say get rid of them as soon as you can. Lock down the comps if you think that you actually can lock them down, which I don't think is going to be the case. Like, I don't think that it's going to be a revolving door of like Matt and Jag. I really think that we're going to get a few more crapshoots in there that are going to, you know, throw a wrench in everybody's plans. So it's not the best plan to have, but I say get rid of the Cameron factor as soon as you can. Cause yeah, he's a shield, but like everybody, he's still enemy numero uno. Like, you know, get him out. Yeah, I, I I think I agree with Jag in that if if Jag or Matt were to win HOH next week and take out Cam, I do think that's that's a little too soon because now Cam is gone and only one of them can play in the following HOH and they're both the biggest comp threats in the game and there's only two of them, which means it's just a big opportunity for somebody else to win HOH, put both of them on the block, and now all of a sudden you only have one good comp threat left. Right now, there's three, mm. and if you take a shot at one of them, you've got the other two potentially looking at you. That's way too dangerous. But if one takes a shot at the other, there's only two left in the game, and only one can play in the HOH, you're a lot more vulnerable. Uh, so I think, I think Jag is right to wait one week. Um, and if they win, take out Mimi or something like that. Uh, it leaves Cam in the game for Corey to have to deal with and for Blue to have to deal with before they start looking at Jag and Matt. Because if you target Jag and Matt, you still have cam and matt or cam and jag remaining um but it, you can target cam without pissing off matt and jack so uh so he should be the target in front of you um but at that point anytime you have the ability to take out cam you take it um especially if somebody else does it for you because then you can both play in the following hoh so you know it's yeah. all it's always a, a a gamble but i i do yeah. agree with that logic on this particular yeah yeah you, you, you persuaded me i just uh, I just can see them waiting a week again and then he wins HOH the following week and it's like, ugh, you're in that scramble again. But then again, like if they're doing if they're doing good work with with Cam and maintaining the fugitives thing, then at the very least, they don't ever have to worry about him coming for them. So I, you know, they can continue to placate placate him as long as possible, but mm, Yeah, I think I, I think just, ideally, I think ideally they it, it, like worst case cam wins at final eight um and you still have you've got Corey in america over here you've got blue and Suri over here um and yeah you may you might be the most like threatening pair uh that he could look at but um but like i think at that point blue or Suri probably leave over them so they're exactly they're, like probably be okay you have a good argument to say cam if you take a shot at us here at final eight Everyone else in the house will team up against it's you, kind of including kind of your remaining yeah. person who you took a shot at. Um, so, MAD, uh, mutually assured destruction. Yeah, works every time. Um, so, Jag, Matt, 
Bowie and Cam talk up in the HOH room. Uh, Cam talks about Felicia's pitch to him. He says it was bizarre. Um, and then the pizza. Uh, and um, he later says, uh, it's like, how are you surprised, dude? People have been talking about it all season. Um, I, I think the reason is he's not surprised. Uh, exactly. You know, he's it was pissed. brought up, knew exactly what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, if Mimi somehow does manage to win the veto, the only person he can put up on the block to guarantee that Felicia leaves is Blue. Blue is his, is his replacement nominee if Mimi wins the veto. He's still not really having to take into consideration what happens if Mimi wins, or sorry, if Felicia wins the veto, because he still doesn't mm-hmm. think that's a particularly likely scenario. But if that were to happen, we don't really know what he would do at that point. I know that Matt and uh, Jag would like it to be Mimi that leaves. Um, and they will probably push for that to happen regardless of who goes up on the block next to her. Um, but, uh, but we don't know if Cam would, would fully buy into that quite yet. I think either way, no matter who comes down, Blue is probably the most likely to get put up next to the remainder, only because he's like assured Sari so much that he she has nothing to worry about this week. So we know she's off the table. He's not going to do the Korean America thing now because <laughs> Felicia would have told him to do that. So yeah, I think either way we see it, it's either going to be what the two that are sitting there now will be there on Thursday, or it'll be some combination of Blue. Um, or Mimi, or Blue, or Felicia. Yes, and from this point forward, the feeds start getting very choppy because uh, they are coming in and out. They are, uh, I believe what's happening here is that the veto competition is going to be like um, Exorcist-themed or something along those lines. There's a movie Mm. coming out, um, and so they're like doing these scares in the mirror and stuff, um, and we don't get to see it. I guess because uh, we're we're not good boys. I've been being a good boy. Um, <laughs> not that. <laughs> uh, so the feeds get very choppy from here, um, but uh, I think this is in, in prep for the veto competition that will be played today on day sixty. Um, and uh, we get a, a little bit of stuff here and there. There was some drama over um, who is going to pick who for the veto. Felicia had a conversation with Blue about maybe picking her for the veto. Then I think overheard uh, Blue talking about how she probably wouldn't use it on Felicia if she mm-hmm. did win the veto. And so there was a little bit of drama she there. Had to apologize for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, which is very funny. Um, and Blue also has a conversation with Jag and Matt. And then later, Matt, uh, late into the night, about once again Cam and whether they should take a shot at him. She's not sure. She feels like her conversation with Cam went decently well, but um, she still feels like Cam is a big threat. Just more talk about whether they should target Cam. And then again, what I talked about before where Matt talked to Blue about Suri and like how he wanted to have more conversations with her and that he hopes he can get closer to her in the following days and weeks, uh, especially if Felicia's gone. So, um, you know, not a whole lot left throughout the night, especially as we're coming in and out. But uh, but that's basically where we are right now. Uh, still very set on Felicia as the target. The veto coming up here uh, today. Um, and unless there's a really wild outcome in that veto, the, the week should be fairly locked in from here. I think the main thing to look out for is the fact that Jag and Matt really do want Mimi out next ASAP. And the fact that she is on the block right now could mean that they decide to start pushing. Why don't we just do it now? Uh, especially if, say, Mimi performs considerably better than Felicia in the veto competition, Jag and mm-hmm. Matt might start pushing back on this, like, I know you don't want Felicia in the jury, but, like, Mimi is a much better competitor and much more dangerous to us actually getting to the end. We can just take Felicia out next week easily. Um, yeah. So I'd look out for that kind of uh, argument, but especially after Cam said straight up to Felicia, I don't want you on the jury. He can't really back down from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, she's, he's already shot himself in the foot with that one. That's, that's all said and done. Is there any world in which maybe Sari starts going on the anti-Cory campaign now 
to Cameron. Like, I know it's, I don't know, it's interesting because she feels very comfortable with him. Like we saw at the beginning of the day yesterday that they had a brief conversation and he, she was like, look, I don't really have much to pitch. You know, you're going to do what you're going to do. And Cameron was like, you, ha- you, you don't have to pitch to me at all. Like you're good. Like it's that level of comfort. So is there, is there a world in which Sari u- utilizes that comfort to just go to Cam and be like, look, I know, especially if there's a world in which Felicia wins the veto, right? And she just can't go home. Like, look, I know that you have like this thing with Felicia going on and everything, but like, I think we should just go ahead and take this shot at Corey now. He's dangerous. He's done this, that, and the third. He's able to flip the entire house on, on Jared. He was a big reason as to why you were unanimously voted out. Like, I think that we should just go ahead and take the shot. Like, could that happen? Or does Suri just sit back and just like let things happen? So here's, here's where Suri seems to be, from my perspective at least. Um, prior to Cam being voted out, she had a couple of conversations with him, um, sort of mending the relationship. And he said to her before he was even voted out, he said, when I come back, we're going to work together. Um, a lot of people have attributed this to, the, to like a deal that Cam made with Jared about working with Suri, but it actually happened before Cam was even voted out on Jared's HOH. Um, and so, uh, you know, that was strengthened after Jared was able to, able to confirm to Cam that Suri was the only one who uh, actually considered keeping Cam that week. And so they do have this relationship that they've built um, and they talked about secretly working together and Cam talked about how he was going to break up this Corey America Jag Matt group. Um, but they haven't really checked in much since then. Um, so they yeah. do check in, uh, uh, as you mentioned, uh, the morning of, of day 59. It was very similar, honestly, to the conversation they had the first or the second time. He was HOH. Uh, mm-hmm. But this time it, it was better for her because he's not actually targeting her this time. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, but my perspective on this is Suri said the day before on day 58, I really hope that his plan is to target Corey. I really hope that I can help support that plan. Um, But it did not sound like she was going to push that plan. Um, I think that she recognizes her position in the game, especially her position with Cam, Mm -hmm. is not one where she's able to push anything right now. She's just coming off of having been running the house for the last 45 days. Um, And uh, I think she's like, I'm just, I just need to, I want, I would hope that he goes in the direction that I want, but I can't be the one pushing that. He'll see right through it. Um, and uh, ultimately I have to support whatever he is doing um, in order to just. Even like, if Suri, even, even if, sorry to cut you off, even if Felicia right. comes down though, like what if, what if Felicia is just can't go, you know, like I'm, I'm like, I'm wrestling with it because I, I see people in the chat saying, no, she should just lay low. And I, like you tend to, I tend to agree with that most of the time. Um, because yeah, like if it's not you and you've already been in a, a very tenuous situation, yeah, like sometimes you do like, it's like, it's like, so, it's sort of like Rachel in, um, BB, um, uh, uh, 13 when she was like, you know, flying high. And then all of a sudden a lot of stuff happened and then she sort of just had to just sit back for a little bit. Okay. And then she ends up winning. Um, but I don't know, like, is there a world in which you just, you know, you maybe, maybe, you know, maybe don't push, maybe just drop by and be like, it's okay. <laughs> about skeezy he's got a geezy <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> um I, it's certainly possible i think that like with felicia coming down if that were to happen um the the target would be open but um i think you know just based on how she is playing in the house right now um it, i would my guess would be she doesn't push uh that she's she would just again kind of hope she might talk to blue about it. She might even talk like to like Matt about it. Like, Hey, Matt, I think, you know, Corey going up might be a good idea, but even she'd probably even be subtle to Matt uh, and then hope that Matt or blue is able to convince him. I, I, I feel like she's, she's just not based on how she's been playing the week so far. She's not going to be trying to push too hard. Yeah. Which I think is the right call. Right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm teams. I'm still team Suri. I would, I would love to have Suri as a winner of Big Brother. That would just be such a, 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 a fine notch to add to her belt. Um, and so I, uh, I'm just always curious to like know, like, it's like, what's the, like, what is the best route? Because right now, it's looking like she'll be okay. But like, I don't know if she's winning this thing anymore. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to figure out what is the best way. So, 
yeah, maybe laying low is probably the best and just massaging her relationships with Cameron and Matt specifically and continuing to placate Corey in the meantime because the two of them are able to have decent conversations with one another as well. And I feel like there's a world in which she can like quell his fears that he has for her. So I just, you know, because she's about to lose another ally in either Mimi or Felicia. And it's just like, oh, the numbers are not there. So it's just I'm getting worried. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I definitely hear you. And, you know, uh, if she were in a position to be able to change this from Felicia to really almost anybody else, that would be a, that would be great. Um, but I think I don't think she is. And I think she knows that uh, based again, based on how she mm-hmm. is playing so far uh, this week. Um, you know, it's, it's really just like, uh, you know, like, uh, her, her threat level is, is like still coming down. Uh, yeah, if she were, yeah. the second she says something, it's, it jumps back up and she's yeah, wait like, for, <laughs> she's wait for the cool down to come all the way down yeah. before she moving again. the kill cool down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that is about what we have for you uh, here today. It looks like they have picked players for the veto this morning. Um, it sounds like Blue and America are two of the people chosen to play. I'm not sure quite yet about okay. the third, um, but take that with a grain of salt as well. Um, Jag is hosting, so it's yes, not him. So there you go. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't probably matter a whole lot, but uh, you know if. If Matt, if Jag's not playing and Matt's not playing, you know, the, the more people who are like really good uh, that aren't playing, the better for uh, potentially. Oh, it looks like Matt is playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, this might really look good for uh, Matt's play. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, take, again, take it with a grain of salt. We don't, I, I don't know this for sure. I'm just uh, getting what I'm, I'm gleaning from, from Twitter right now, but. Um, uh, yeah, it looks like America, Matt and blue might be the, uh, the ones, uh, competing here. Um, so, uh, you know, both cam and Matt competing in this, not, not the best for Felicia. She's really going to have to hope this is like, listen, if it's some kind of quiz, that'd be ideal, uh, probably for Felicia. Um, because the backyard was doing... open all day, right? Um, it was, yeah. For most of the day. Um, so I'm wondering, so what, I'm wondering if it, thing. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that damn basement. Because it, it probably will be something like that. Spooky the, themes, and they can control yeah. the lighting. I I, I would have figured if it wasn't like if it was going to be like a haunted house thing, they would have just like the house would have already been you know decorated or whatever. So mm-hmm. probably one of those types of comps. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the problem is this is a sponsored comp, so it's probably more likely to be big set piece, more physical. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, well, that's what we have for you today. Uh, I'll, of course, be back tomorrow morning at 11, at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds, including the uh, veto results. Um, and then uh, and then what's going to happen with those veto results? Uh, Amon, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up from yesterday? No, that was that was pretty much it. Uh, uh, it, was a, it was an interesting, interesting day. Interesting and aggravating day for some of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, tune in tomorrow for the update then. And then uh, later that night, I'll be live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, watching the Sunday night episode where we will see uh, all of this nom stuff happen in an episode. Uh, and I guarantee you, we will not see any of the Felicia, America, Corey, Cam talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't be on the lookout for that. Um, and then, uh, we'll continue the week. Monday night is going to be the round table at 8 30 PM Eastern, um, instead of Tuesday, because on Tuesday we'll have the next episode of big brother. Now on Tuesday nights, uh, survivor on Wednesday, we'll all be, again, be live on Twitch watching survivor. And then, uh, um, Thursday will be the next eviction episode. So. Uh, stay tuned for all of that. Amon, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at Amon Adwin. I will also be joining Taryn on the Roundtable podcast on Monday. So I'll see you guys very, very soon. And I'll see people in New York if you're going to be at the um, RHEP Live this week. So There you go. 
Uh, and you can also, of course, find uh, me on Instagram. I've been posting more climbing stuff uh, the last couple of days. So uh, you can check that out. All right. Thank you again for joining us here today. And I will see all of you. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.